Hey guys, we're back. Um, this is another episode of uh, In the Industry. Today I wanted to talk about uh, something that was really kind of close with me, something a little bit personal. Um, I, I ended up going to a, uh, to a restaurant where what they do is they give away food for whatever you can pay. It's, it's a nonprofit. The whole point of this place is to help out the community. Um, so being in that restaurant industry and seeing something like the homelessness problem that is, um, that is here in Denver, it was something so cool to me. And it was somebody, it was, it was a group of people who I wanted to talk to and I want to get to know better. And I'm so thankful that I got that opportunity to do that with them. It is, and it was such a cool experience. Um, I learned so much. And when you hear the passion that um, Brad Rubendale has, and when you hear, you know, all the support that this idea has behind it, there's no way that it can't be infectious to you. Like I want to tell people about this, this organization more and more just because of our interaction. But that interview is coming a little bit. What I want to talk about and what I want everybody to get out of the interview is doing business, not only for business's sake. And Brad and I talk about this a little bit where I've had, and I I do have a hard time looking at it from the opposite perspective, where that model didn't make sense to me, how a company like that can be around for, you know, 13 years, a restaurant, a restaurant can't survive by giving away food. This place has, this place has been around since 2006 and it's thriving. It's getting to the point now where they're bringing in more donations and they're, they're having, they're running at capacity every day. And it's proof that the concept works and it's proof that this town needs help. And so I'm not saying as a business owner, you need to go and start giving away your product. I mean, a couple episodes ago, we talked about giving away too much. But what I'm, what I'm trying to get across is don't always do something for business's sake. Make sure you have that arm of your business that is, is grounded and is, you know, looking to help and to be inherently good. Because even if you don't make as much money as you expected, or if you're making more money than expected, it's going to make you feel better. It's going to make your culture a more attractive place for people to come. And overall, it makes sense and it helps and it helps our community and it helps grow everything organically at the same time. So again, I want to say thank you. Um, to Sam Cafe, I want to say, you know, thanks for all you guys listening. And hopefully that because of this, they get a little bit more people going to their gala. They get um, a little bit more donation. They just get a little bit more people talking about them, which I think is is really the whole goal of why I wanted to do this. So um, that interview is coming up next. It's awesome. Okay, 
Um, so I'm at the same cafe uh, with Brad Rubendale. Um You've been here for what, two years now? About two years, yeah. Okay. Why? Tell me about it. What is Same Cafe for everybody who doesn't know? What do we do? What do we do here? So Same Cafe is a donation-based restaurant. We let people donate time or money or produce in exchange for a meal. So we can let someone come in and volunteer to do a task for their meal, or people can pay $2 to $1,000 for their meal. Um, and then we also have partnerships with a lot of folks that grow produce in their backyard or farms and gardens that donate a lot of produce. So we run on donations, and we create a healthy, locally sourced, organic meal for everybody, regardless of their ability to pay. I mean, that's amazing because, I mean, that's what I do. I, I work in restaurants. I run restaurants. And the whole point of a restaurant is to feed people. But yeah. you're, you're trying to make money. And, right. and in this instance, it, it's always been odd to me where you're like, the goal isn't to make money. The goal is to feed everybody. It's the right. basis of why you start a restaurant. Yeah. How did you get into this? So I personally got into this because I, I lost a job seven or eight years ago when I came out as gay, and it's legal to do that. Um, and I lost my housing, lost a job, was technically homeless, actually. I was couch surfing with some friends. And I came to Same Cafe as a guest because I didn't want to have to answer a bunch of questions about why I needed food, but I wanted to have access to healthy food, and I lost access to healthy food. Um, so I have a very personal connection. And then I had this amazing full circle moment where I got to take over the organization that had helped me. And of course, I'm an overeducated white guy, so the whole world <laughs> is built for me to succeed. Um, and I was able to get my feet back under me really quickly, but it made me realize how little I know about when people are experiencing true oppression and um, you know, living on the margins of society. So um, I have a personal connection, and then I got another master's degree in nonprofit management, and I wanted to do the executive director thing. And when I heard that the founders, Brad and Libby Berkey, were leaving, I was like, that's what I want to do. I want to run that organization because I think it's phenomenal, and I think it can grow from what it was. Brad and Libby started it about 12 years, 13 years ago now. Um, 2006? 2006, yeah. And so 13 years ago, they started this place because they had been working in soup kitchens and in food pantries, and they realized that there were two big issues. One was the food wasn't very healthy, and the second is there's a perceived lack of dignity in those places. So the only folks who go are people that are living on the streets or in extreme poverty. Right. And so they wanted to have a place that was dignified, for, that was accessible to anyone, but also um, had a focus on healthy food. So they decided to do this pay what you can model, and everyone thought, you guys are crazy. This is going to... I don't understand. I still yeah, don't understand. Exactly. I don't get it. They're like, this is going to last for six months, and it's not going to work. But that has been 13 years ago, and we have inspired over 60 other restaurants around the country to have a similar kind of model. Model. Um, so clearly and it you're works. still the only one in Denver, right? The We're only the only one in Denver proper. Right. There are three others in Colorado. Got it. Um, and so it's, it's just the coolest place. Like, I've never seen anything like it. Um, when I came in to take over, I basically said, I think that this thing can grow from what it was. Brad and Libby are so humble that they didn't know how to brag about their own idea. You know, because it felt like bragging. Um, whereas for me, it just feels like telling about an amazing idea. Right. And so I come in and I'm like, I've got a big network of folks and I've, uh, you know, I love asking people to get involved. And so I jumped in and I was like, let's grow this thing. And then we also have this incredible operations officer and chef named Tisha Steele. And she has 30 years of experience in the restaurant world. So she like made the food gourmet level world class food. And so we have this incredible product and we're able to offer it at whatever people can pay, largely because we're willing to do the kind of behind the scenes fundraising piece of it. So I mean that is that that is kind of the real way that you survive because I can come in and I'm still going to pay you know 
value for what the food is. I'm right. going to pay what I, ex- yeah. what I would expect to pay. Um, but I mean, how many people a day come in that, that can't pay them? How many people come in that can only give a couple bucks or nothing at all? Yeah, so we have actually about 70% of our guests right now that are paying less than the average donation, which is how we know that they're in need of some kind. Um, so what's, what's the average donation? The average donation is $5. And so um, we don't have any prices anywhere in the cafe. We have what we call a transparent budget that's on the wall over behind you, and maybe we can show a picture of that. Definitely. It basically has uh, $2 is the cost of the food per plate, $5 is uh, the average donation for every meal, and $12 is how much it costs us to deliver each plate when you add in overhead and staffing and all of that. So we don't have prices, but we do say we're a fair exchange restaurant. We want it to be a fair exchange for both our budget and your budget. So 70% of our guests are in need. We know that because they're paying less than the average donation or volunteering for their meal. And then only about 10% of our guests are paying that $12 or more uh, for their meal. Um, And we like it that way. We want to serve more people that are in need than people that are um, here because they just love the food. Because our mission is to serve people. Right. Again, you're not trying to be a for-profit restaurant. You're not here for me necessarily. I mean, I'll still come and eat your food and it's awesome, but I'm not your target right now. You're not the target, but we want you here because we think that what we're doing is incredible and we want everyone to be. It is incredible. It's for everyone. (laughs) But the the goal is to to feed people. So if we ever dip below 50% of our guests that are paying more than the average donation, I would say we need to do more outreach into the communities that need us. You know, the homeless communities or um, people that are living in uh, residential areas around here that are underserved, you know. So we basically want to have folks in here that need it and then the extras are the folks that love it and are giving extra. So you said, and your concept again is, is great where it's you know organic, fresh food and it's, it's not a soup kitchen, it's not chili over a hot dog and you call yeah. it good. Where do you get all that from? Because you can't. That's a great question. Pay, pay for it. No, we can't. <laughs> and you said like home gardens, like how is that, how does that happen? Yeah, so basically, because we're a restaurant and a nonprofit, and we're certified green too, so we have three different standards that we're living according to, which is fun. Um, But we uh, are a restaurant, so it means that we can only take fresh produce or things that are unexpired. We can't take the food that a lot of nonprofits do. So we have restaurant level quality of food, and then we have partnerships with dozens of local farms and gardens, including Denver Botanic Gardens. They grow for us and the cafe that's on site. Um, we've got Ecar Family Farms and Ayla Family Farms and Monroe Farms. We've got a lot of folks that are basically giving us gorgeous produce that we couldn't afford to purchase, but it's the stuff that would go into those high-end five-star restaurants here in town. But it's donated to us because we're a nonprofit. <laughs> and then, I mean, that, that's pretty much your job is building those relationships, right? That's, that's it, yeah. That's what you do. Yes. Where, I mean, who is... Where's the, where's the weirdest place that anybody's ever come up to and be like, hey, you know, I've got, like if I came up to be like, I grow figs in my backyard, can I bring them? Yes, you can, as long as it's whole. So the food safety regulations are that it has to be whole produce that comes in the door and then we process it in house because we're inspected by the health inspector. So, so if crazy. you take a knife to it at home, we can't we take can it. it. But, but as long as you bring it in whole, we can process it in our kitchen. And do yeah. I have to, me, do I have to go and like notify you beforehand or do I come by like business hours and be like, hey, here's yep. a bunch of fruit? You come in and just hand it over the counter and we weigh it and 
record it. So, so cool. during growing season, it's incredible. You'll see people waiting in line for a meal and just carrying an armload of produce from their backyard garden. Um, it happens regularly and we get thousands of pounds worth of produce donated that's amazing um, every growing season and it's also really awesome because it keeps us connected to the earth that's providing the food right. so for instance during basil season you'll see basil and everything on the menu because it came in yesterday and it's on the menu today right. tomato season same thing will happen and so you can really see what season it is just by looking at our menu and I want to talk about the menu for a second, too. Yeah, so definitely. we always have two um, flavors in each category. We have okay. two soups, two salads, and two pizzas. And the reason is because um, one of our values is dignity. Right. And dig choice is one of those privileges that comes with money. And if you don't have money, you usually have to take whatever's given to you, especially at a soup kitchen. Definitely. But we want people to come in and order off of a menu and say, oh, I don't like that flavor. I want this flavor instead. Also, if we ever have meat on our menu, it only shows up in one of the pizzas and one of the salads and one of the soups. So that there's always one of them that's usually naturally vegan, if not ve uh, vegetarian at least, sometimes vegan. vegan. We make everything in-house from scratch. We have gluten-free and dairy-free options for everything um, because we want to know where every ingredient is so right. that if someone has a food sensitivity, we can adjust for that. Right. Um, and we leave all the major allergens on the side. So if there's cheese on the salad, it's on the side. If there's um, nuts on the salad, it's on the side. And we want to do that because it's not just rich white people that have allergies to food. Exactly. Many of our guests that are experiencing homelessness and poverty, they cannot afford to go to one of the nice restaurants in town and say, make sure there are no nuts near my plate. But they can come here, volunteer for their meal and do it or give us a couple of bucks for their meal. Um, and we're happy to accommodate that. So the volunteer process for somebody like me is very different for somebody. Well, I wouldn't say very, I assume is different for me. I. Can I just come in again, regular day, and just say, hey, I want to volunteer for 10 minutes or an hour? Yes. Or um, kind of. So we have about five levels of volunteerism here. We only have five staff in the entire program, okay. and the rest, everyone else is volunteer. Um, and that five staff, we just went from three to five in the last three months because awesome. we're hiring for our food truck, right, which I'll exactly. talk about. Um, but so we have people that walk in and exchange. They do a task in exchange for their meal. So that's the kind of like first level. Okay. We have pre-scheduled volunteers so if you're interested in giving back to the community you can sign up for a volunteer shift that's one to four hours long Got it. Um, and then you can be a core volunteer we call it which is where you adopt one of those shifts per week okay. so you're here every Monday morning and then right. we can train you on some of the other stuff like a lot of those volunteers run the front and actually serve the food to folks that's cool then we've got internships from various schools and programs around the city and then we have um, service members that are doing a year of service kind of like an AmeriCorps type program yeah, yeah. so they're here 40 hours a week um, and they're just like an employee but they don't get paid <laughs> we pay their right. program right. to be able to have them right. here but they're getting work experience you guys, on your website, you guys say you do other events, too, which I think is really, really, really cool. And how, I mean, like, it even said weddings on your thing. We, how many have you done? What have you done? Is that a real thing? It is a real thing, and we will do a wedding. We had one wedding here, okay. so we should clarify. <laughs> but they wanted to have their wedding here That's in the so cafe, cool. which is amazing. Um, but, yeah, we'll basically work with anyone that wants to donate for their meal. So we run on a donation basis so if someone wants us to do an event it usually needs to be here in-house right. and so we're limited we can ha have up to 30 
ish people. Um, but we will ask what your budget is and then we'll create an event that's kind of in line with that. So we're only open for lunch and evenings we use for partnership building. So we will do evening events here for folks, nonprofits that we love yeah. that can't afford to do a nice event somewhere. So right. we'll do holiday parties, a lot of those. We do end of year program um, stuff like in year, end of growing season meals for okay. a lot of our farms and gardens oh, they right. give okay, to us. Cool. So we like do a big meal to thank yeah. them. And then we'll also have donors that'll come in and say, I, want, I have $5,000 to spend on a meal. Will you make a meal for my staff? Only spend 500 of it. The but rest is a donation, but we want to do it in your space and share your mission. Um, and then the final one is if there's a big group of, uh, that's giving us a lot of volunteers, we'll also do events for them. So basically anybody, and we'll, we'll construct the menu and the event based on what your budget is. Um, because we want to be able to work with whoever we can in partnership ways. Well, I mean, what is what other than the wedding? Because that's, that's such an <laughs> how how does that happen? What's your most memorable events that you do here? What are your most memorable? What do you remember the most about doing things like that? Doing things from your day to day? What what sticks out to you when you do? Oh, those? we yeah, we have a lot of really great ones. We've got one group of women that comes in here and they have a giving circle, so everyone in there donates a thousand dollars, and they come here and they do their board meeting to see where they're going to give that away. But they have their meal here, and then right. they hear about Same Cafe. I share about what we're doing, and most of the time they'll give us some money. Each one will come up and kind of donate money. So that's one. We have um, the the uh, end of growing season events are always fun whenever you have all the farmers and gardeners yeah. that have been working at botanic gardens at the Denver Botanic Gardens and they come in here and they just love same cafe so they get to see what the their work has been going towards right um, we do anything from like a birthday party if you want to do like a happy hour kind of That's birthday party too. here yeah. uh, we'll do anything as long as it, it isn't in competition with our mission right so you've been here like we said earlier almost two years now you've kind of taken the reins um what what have you seen that's changed so we've had a few uh changes none of them very core to our mission like right. the, the, no, mission the mission itself is exactly the same yeah yeah and we're focused on feeding people some of the things that i needed to change when we came in is how do we create the space in a way that kind of conveys the mission without having the founder standing at the front handing you food so when Brad and Libby were here, she was there handing the food out every day. Right. And so you could have a conversation about it and say, what is this place? This is really weird. Um, so we kind of built that into our signage. Um, we put up a mural that shares some of our, um, like our partners yeah. that give the food. Um, and then the other thing is, is I've just been out in the community talking about it and saying, how many people can we get in here? And now we're running kind of at capacity. It's right. pretty full in here most days which is why we're looking at doing a food truck um, that launches next Thursday. Um, and then hopefully within the next couple of years, we'll launch a second site okay. and see what is transferable from this little place. Like what is just the magic of being on East Colfax versus what can be transferred somewhere else? And then look at doing a national model that we can start opening same cafes everywhere. Yeah. And then, I mean, that whole thing is just kind of revolutionary to the soup kitchen idea. Yeah. And this, this concept could work other places doing theoretically doing the same thing. Like, yes. What would you guys have to look at to do that? Well, so there's, um, we're going to look and see what's transferable first. Right. Exactly. We've had an open source model for years where P anyone, if you come in from Peoria, Illinois, and you want to yeah. start one, we'll show you our books, we'll show you everything, and you can use as much or as little of it as you want. Um, in fact, Panera Bread started yeah, they, some cafes based on this. Recently, yep. John Bon Jovi started one that was That's based fun. on this. 
Um, I think he has two now on the East Coast. And they're all kind of varying degrees of successful. I'm biased, of course, but I think Same Cafe is the best. I think we've done the best at keeping us very mission focused and making sure that we're serving at least half of our guests that are in need. Because the temptation is if you're a restaurateur to come in and say, right. I want to make this profitable. Like, how do I make sure I cover all how of my costs? How quickly does Panera switch from this is our mission to never mind, we're a bread and salad yes. soup company? Like, and that's what happened actually with Panera because right. they, they just recently in the last couple of weeks closed their last one. Yeah. It's because they had a buyout where the founder wasn't overseeing it anymore. And so they had a kind of big corporate buyout. And it's not a profitable thing. It's not a for-profit business, right. but it's an incredible not-for-profit business. Right. Um, if you're, are you familiar with the concept of social enterprise? Not yeah. well enough to talk about well, it, <laughs> it Real briefly, social enterprise is kind of the blending of social mission and making money. Right. Um, and so enterprise, of course, is the money-making side of it. Usually, nonprofits have taken the social um, mission piece of it. And you kind of divide the two and never the twain shall meet, right? right? But social enterprise is a concept that's been growing over the last 20 years where some businesses will have a social mission attached to it. Right. Um, so think Patagonia. Yeah. You know, they give back a large portion of their proceeds to environmental causes. But then you also have nonprofits that have a money-making side of it like us. Right. Um, so as a nonprofit, it's incredible because I only have to raise about half of our revenue. The rest of it comes in through the door in exchange for meals. Um, so for me, I'm like, this is great. I only have to raise <laughs> half of it. Uh, whereas if you come out from the business perspective, you're like, oh, it's yeah. running at a deficit. But it's not because we're focused on feeding people. And that's the funny thing, too, is as I'm doing research and as I'm thinking, I'm like, how the heck do they stay in business? Because I'm thinking the opposite direction. Yeah. And then when you talk to me about you know, if we ever get to less than 50% of our people coming in, we have to change something. We have to go look at what's wrong. Yeah. And that's so backwards. Because we're mission-based. Exactly. And we want to feed people first and foremost, feed people that need food. And, you know, we've, um, we have some foundations that support us. We also have a lot of donors from all around the country that support us. Um, we have, we get one of our biggest donors has never stepped foot in here. He lives That's in crazy. Florida, heard about us on national news and has been giving us thousands of dollars every year for years because he loves the mission so much and has never even been here. Has we no have idea. no, yeah, no idea. He knows right, what it's knows about, what it but has no idea how magical right. it is until he gets here. Hopefully he'll come in the next year. Um, we have another couple that comes in three times a year and they give us $5,000 every time they come in for their meal. That's so cool. And so it, the way I look at it is that it takes everyone to be able to make this community run. So we need the people who are volunteering for their meal because we need volunteers here. But we also need those people that have the money to be able to support the mission. Right. And we need the farmers and gardeners that are passionate about feeding people and making sure some of their produce comes to a mission like this and some is sold to the high-end restaurants. So I look at it as we all get to be a part of this incredible community that just has a focus on feeding people. Um, and I also absolutely love that I don't have a different ask for different people. Right. Because, you know, traditional nonprofits, you go and ask rich people and give a sob story, and then you go and give the money or the product away to poor people. I like that I ask everyone the same thing. We run on donations of time, money, and produce. What is your resource that you can help right. make this How mission run? How can you help us? How can you help? Yeah. That's so cool. So the food truck thing, you guys yeah. got... You got I mean, I think this is big because you're right. You are running at a point now where you can't, you can't grow anymore in this space. You're, right. You're, you're locked in. So the food truck is genius because now you can move anywhere in the city wherever there's need and it's ever changing. Yes. How do you fund that? Like obviously other than everything that's going on now, but how do we come up with that idea? How is it, how has it become a reality now? 
Yeah, so it was the coolest thing. Um, I came in and said, this is something we should do. And turns out they had already had a business plan from several years ago so cool. to try to make it happen. Uh, it just, they did, didn't have somebody out there like me that was willing to go and ask everyone for money. Right. Um, but the crazy thing is, is we raised the, the money to run the food truck last year and then we're running it this year. So we got the money to actually run it so that it's not in any way a risk to our program. We can yeah. just run it now and do a test for it. Um, so we purchased it last year. We just, it left this morning to yeah. go and get the final wrap on it and it will be launched at our gala next Thursday. So the cool part is, is we'll use it in a similar way to the cafe. It won't be exactly the same because you right. can't volunteer on the food truck. Right. But we will split our time. Half the time will be spent in food deserts. Um, and let me explain food deserts real quick. So a food desert is a community where there's no walking distance grocery stores. There's low income and no cars, few cars per person. And so you can extrapolate to understand that those people that are living in those communities are having to either buy food at local corner stores, which right. is usually junk food, yep. or at fast Hot food Cheetos. places. Yeah. yeah. Um, or they are having to get on a bus to get to a grocery store. And that's a pain in the ass because I don't own a car right. and I have to walk to the grocery store and I don't know how many times I've dropped bags and you know, it's a, it's a pain. Busted open your thing of milk. Exactly. So we, those food deserts don't have access to healthy food and we want to take our food truck into there and help feed some of the people that are in those communities. So we'll spend half the time focusing there and then half the time as a typical food truck out in the community with still a donation-based thing, but connecting with folks who would love our mission and need to know about food injustice and food insecurity. So like at Civic Center Eats, hopefully, yeah. um, in some, <laughs> if you're listening, Civic Center Eats, we, wanna we want to be there. Um, and then working with businesses that want us to come and serve their population. So That's so cool yeah. to me. It, it, and again, that's one of those things is I was questioning how the whole donation-based system is going to work when I can't donate time. Mm -hmm. Do we have an answer for that? Is it just like, you know what, hey, here's, this is for, for you anyway, it's fine, not a big deal? Yeah, so basically our strategy to start off with, and of course it's all moving parts, so we'll right. find out as we go, right. but our strategy is to work with community agencies that are already serving populations that are in need of food. And so they're already doing something to kind of improve their lives in some yeah, way. And then they can just come and get food off of our food truck. So we'll essentially, quote, give it away. But it'll yes, be a but truly pay what you can. Right. And then half the time we'll be out in the community serving the food to people that can afford to pay a little bit more. Um, we've also talked about, uh, and hopefully this happens, I hope it does. We want to do a little card that's like a commitment card that folks okay. can sign and say, "There's here's three good things you can do in your community. We'll give you a meal if you sign this and say you'll do one of them and take it with you. So like go pick up some trash right. or go, you know, uh, give this coin that gets people something, you know, yeah. basically to get the idea of paying it forward. So if you get a free meal, then you also can now pay it forward. That's funny else. because with that concept, you don't even have to even if half the people, a third of the people actually do that, you guys have now made a difference and you guys are still continuing with your mission and, That's and it. moving it all forward. And we absolutely believe that most people are good and want to help. They will. And in fact, I, what is fascinating about this place is I hear from our guests that are experiencing homelessness a lot that say, Brad, nowhere else in the community am I told that I have something of value to give back to my community. And I love that at same cafe I get to give back. And that's amazing. Instead of being told, you are just here to receive a free gift or a free something right. or other. And so I think that if we trust people and say, go do good in your community, here's some ideas on how to do that, sign this and you get your meal for free, people are going to be like, oh my God, yeah. let, how do I now pay this forward? Service is like, service is 
the highest purpose. There is no yes. higher purpose than service. And exactly. it's funny when you tell people and like, hey, you can go do this. It, they're going to want to do it. They're going to want to be fulfilled. They're going to want to. And in fact, so we have these little wooden tokens that mm-hmm. say one free meal at same cafe. Okay. And we started them because a lot of guests want to, or people wanted to have something to give away on the streets that wasn't money. Right. And um, so we used them. We launched these about two years ago, right, right after I started. And we asked for a donation of $12, which covers the total cost of a meal, and then said, now give this out to someone that's experiencing homelessness so that they can get connected to our mission. So you get to do two good deeds with one act. Right. You donated us and you're helping somebody And you're helping someone. And they've been wildly successful. Well, then we had um, a few days where we'll have so many walk-in volunteers that need to volunteer for their meal that we can't accommodate them in the kitchen. Right. And so we'll say, here, you guys that we know, take two of these tokens and as your act of service, you're going to go give those away in the community to someone that needs the same cafe. That's awesome. And the coolest thing happened every single time they would come back to me and be like, Brad, like I gave it to this person and this is the conversation we had and this is what I did as if they had to report back right, to me. Right. And I was like, I was trusting yeah, you with yeah, it. Great. But they took it super seriously because it's adding the, a layer of trust to what we're doing here and saying, there's no one checking up on you, but you're taking this with the expectation that you're going to do good with it. And so I really want to do that on the food truck as well. I think we're going to that's do gonna, that. That's going to be so amazing. Yeah. I'm excited for it. Uh, the other thing I wanted to mention is our, that dignity piece. Yes. Um, so we do the, the menu with choice as okay. part of our dignity. The yeah. other two big things we do to make things feel dignified is we have um, these two community tables in the center of the restaurant, and then we have what I call the introvert tables around the edge. So we don't expect that everyone who comes in here is having their best day and wants to just chit-chat with folks. Yeah. And so we give people the dignity of choosing how they want to engage with the space. Because if you think about it, you know, again, overeducated white guy here, I can go in and pay for an overpriced coffee and be left alone no matter where I want to go if I need time. Right. Many of our guests don't have a bedroom that closes. Many of them are staying on the streets. It's illegal to sit down in the city limits of Denver if there's not a bench. There's some crazy laws that most people don't realize. Um, And so we can provide the one place where folks can come and be left alone for an hour, two hours, however long they want to without feeling made being made to feel uncomfortable. Yeah, definitely. So that's one of the other pieces. And then we also do, um, we don't have any prices or suggested donations because if you think about it, a suggested donation makes a lot of sense to someone who has money because like, I want to know how much I should give. But if you can't pay that suggested donation, it makes you feel less than. So instead, we do a transparent budget. And we want people to say, you choose how much you want to give based on your budget and our budget. And if someone comes in and says, I only have a nickel, we'll say, that's awesome. Why don't you also, would you also be willing to donate some time? Because we need volunteers. We need whatever it is that you have to offer. Give back to the community because we're all part of it and in it together. How often do you get that where um, there is somebody who doesn't doesn't have the time or say they don't have the time they don't have the money how often do you get that kind of person how do we how do we handle that kind of situation well we always just assume positive intent we assume that they would if they could and so um, basically we'll say awesome go ahead and eat but then next time make sure you have enough time to volunteer if you don't have money because we want you to be here and be a part of our community so this is what's crazy we also have a few people that'll sign up for a meal um, and then the way that that works by the way is if you walk up get a meal you either pay cash through the box you can do swipe a credit card at our square machine or you can write your name down and say i want to volunteer and then you go enjoy your meal and come back and volunteer after you're done very occasionally we'll have someone that walks out instead of volunteers right but we have their name we know who they are 
And the next time they come in, they say, oh, you forgot to volunteer last time. Would you volunteer for a couple of tasks this time beforehand, and then we'll serve you the food. So the most anybody's ever getting is a free meal, and that's amazing. Like, they get right, a healthy that meal is, out that of the is your, That's the whole point. That's what we're here for. But then we also want to make sure we're making good citizens out of everyone. So we right. want everyone to feel engaged and involved. So if someone keeps walking, then we'll just have a conversation and say, look, we're a community, and we all have to be a part of this. So if you're not participating in this community, we're going to have to ask you not to keep coming in if you can't participate in the community. Right. And that the great thing is, is we have that same line that we give to everyone who comes in that's not at their best. So if someone comes in drunk or high, we say, you're not able to participate in community today. So like no judgment, but come back tomorrow before you start drinking and then we'll give you a meal. <laughs> right. Here's a granola bar. So right. you're not it's hungry. Um, but we, this is a community cafe and everyone needs to be engaged in the community if they're going to be here. It's such a beautiful thing to me. Um, the space is beautiful. The people who work here, the, the environment is amazing. The food, from what I've seen, seems amazing. Even when I was here um, doing a small volunteer thing years ago, before, you know, before our amazing chef before came, before the in. amazing yeah. chef yeah. came in, it was still amazing because mm-hmm. it was it was the concept behind it. It was the mm-hmm. mission behind it. It didn't necessarily. Mean, the food was still great. The food was still organic. The food was still fresh. But yeah. Well, and now I say, I mean, I eat here every day. I'm so lucky. But um, now I say the worst food I've ever had at Sam Cafe is incredibly good. Right. And sometimes it's the best food I've ever had. The cookie like it's that I just had me. is amazing. Yeah. It's ruined me. I'll go out and pay a lot of money for a meal at another restaurant. And I'm like, it wasn't as good as what I had for lunch today at right. Sam Cafe. And it was donated. <laughs> and it was donated. <laughs> yeah. And so it is, the food really is exceptional. And it's worth coming by just for the food, too. The other thing that we do is we have beautiful presentation. So when you get your plate of food, I always tell the front staff, I'm like, if someone isn't tempted to pull out their phone and take a picture, then we've failed. Yeah, we're not doing it right. We're not doing it right because the menu changes every day based on what's in season and in stock. Um, but we want it to be beautifully presented so that everyone gets it and they're like, oh, oh, this is really beautiful because that's part of it, right? You run a restaurant. Right, right. It, part of it is the presentation. And most of our guests that are experiencing homelessness or poverty never get that opportunity to have a beautifully presented plate of food. And we get to give them that here. The reason why I went to school to go learn how to cook and the reason why I initially got into what I was doing is because I enjoy seeing the reaction in somebody's face the moment they get their yes. food. And it's an amazing experience to have. And now not only do you have that, but you also couple it with the fact that you're helping. Yeah. We, you can pay what you can or you can volunteer for your meal. And it's accessible to everyone. When you come in here, it's buzzing for the whole three and a half hours we're open. But you'll look and you won't know who's who because mixed in will be business people having meetings in the corner. You'll have people experiencing homelessness. There's actually a group of about seven or eight older adults who come in every single day. And they're all friends because they met here. That's amazing. And they sit at this table we're sitting at and they just shoot the shit. And it is the coolest thing. And then you'll have people experiencing homelessness that have all their belongings and others that are experiencing homelessness that you would never know because they live in a shelter and all their belongings are there. Um, And everything in between. You have millionaires that are sitting down alongside all of the folks that are here. So, What's the next steps? What are, what's the next year, five years, everything? What's it look like? So the next year is uh, we're launching the food truck. And then we're also launching, we just launched a program called Cook to Work. um, And that's a job training program for folks that are volunteering for their meal. We're giving them the option of also having the chef and the cook and the folks that are working in the kitchen oversee them, teach them some reasonable skills for entry-level restaurant work, sign off on it. And once they achieve a certain level, then they get some free wooden tokens. And then when they achieve level two, it goes deeper into it where we're doing the food 
food safety, all of that stuff. But it's all in the context of them volunteering for their meal. Right. And then um, at the end of it, if they complete all of these tasks, then we will help get them a job in a restaurant. That's so amazing. we'll help them build a resume, give them an interview. We have restaurants beating down our doors asking for people. Right. And so we're basically trying to mobilize our guests that are in need um, into work as well. So those two programs are launching this year. We also are doing a new um, community garden that we will be overseeing. That's a partnership with Metro Caring, awesome. another hunger center. And then in the next two to five years, depending on who you ask, um, <laughs> I want to launch another site. Right. So I want to look at other places in the community um, that we could serve this same mission and kind of spread it. And then the 10 year plan is to have one in every major metro area in the country. That's so cool. So we'll see if that happens. Hey, but that is it's my big, hairy, audacious goal. It's, it's needed. Yeah, it's needed. It's needed. Exactly. It's insane. Um, so too. the gala, I assume this is one of the, the bigger moments of your guys's year. Yes. The gala. When is it? Where is it? What are we doing with it? Yeah. Can we all just show up? Yes, actually, you can, okay, cool. um, for one big reason, and that is that we have sold the tickets that we needed to sell that was our target goal, but we okay. actually have room for more than that. And so right now, I want everyone to just show up and come and learn about it because we sold the tickets we needed to, right. and now we have room for more. We're going to have, it's a tasting event. So we have about 20 chefs from around the city that are providing tastes of their food and then we'll have a presentation about hunger and justice and food and then we will launch the food truck I'll ask everyone for money it'll be a short program I promise <laughs> and then we'll just continue to celebrate and party so um, the tickets are $75 it's Perfect. next Thursday on March 7th from okay. 530 to 830 at Civic Center Park in the McNichols building awesome so and I'll give you some information about it but um, the main thing is, is if someone can't afford that $75 ticket, of course we have pay what you yeah. can tickets. Yeah. And of <laughs> yeah. course we have volunteer in exchange for a ticket. But also if someone just wants to come and show up, I would love for them to be there. I'd rather someone come and be there, have some delicious food, have some beer and wine and hear about the mission than for them not to. Because right. we have sold the number of tickets we needed to. And now I just want people to be there. So it's a community gathering, just like everything we do here. It is amazing to me how focused the company company how focused the organization is how focused that this is what we do and we don't break from it and it's yeah it's it's empowering to me because there's so many people that like you said you, you get so focused on the the profit side of it and actually making money that it doesn't doesn't translate yeah and this is amazing and this and this event is our biggest fundraiser but the good, good part is is we're gonna raise the funds anyway right and so I would rather people that can't afford it to just come and celebrate with us because same cafe is incredible and if you don't know about it you need to be in here eating sometimes learning about it you need to know what's going on over here and I would rather just have people come because I trust that the goodness of people is going to provide all the money that we need at that event it, it will take care of itself exactly it it exactly will. Easiest ways to contact you, website? The website, okay. yeah. So if you want to volunteer, there's a volunteer tab. If you want to buy a ticket to the gala, there's a place for that. If you want to get a volunteer in exchange for a ticket or a pay what you can ticket, just email me. It's brad at our website, so allmayeat.org. Um, and I would be happy to put you on the list or just show up. We're not going to turn anyone away that night. Right. And we'll have food enough for everyone. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm so happy that I got to do this. This is, oh, again, me too. This is one of my favorite places I talk about it a lot and it's weird because I haven't been here in years and it's still something that I talk about. 
it's one of those great. places and it's the most magical place I've ever been. Yeah. And I've never seen a community like this anywhere else, which is why, I mean, I'm passionate. If you can't tell, I right. love this place. <laughs> um, and I'm excited because I just get to talk about it all day long and get people engaged and get them invited. That's amazing. Thank you again. Thank you. So if you want to know more about Sand Cafe and if you want to know more about their mission or anything like that, um, I'm going to have links in the description of the podcast. I'm going to have links on my website to the gala and um, to their food truck and all this other fun stuff. Uh, if you've got time to donate, if you got money to donate, if you got food to donate, because you can do that, which is pretty rad, uh, go do it. Help out. Even if you just want to talk about it, that's big for their for their mission and their and everything, their brand, everything that they're trying to do, that's big for them. So thank you again for listening. I do appreciate you guys. Uh, you guys are awesome. Please like, subscribe, rate it, um, follow us on our social media. Um, go visit the website. Tell everybody you know. I'll see you next time.